Sometimes going to the grocery store can be chaotic. There doesn't seem to be enough time to check the list, make sure everything is there, search for the best prices, and take the time to make sure you get the best quality meat. So let ButcherBox help you out. Giving you peace of mind, ButcherBox delivers high-quality meat and seafood that you can trust straight to your door. No grocery carts required. Humanely raised, no antibiotics or hormones, 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free, What more can you ask for? What about free shipping, customized box plans, exclusive member deals, recipe inspirations, tips, and tricks? You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. Choose salmon, chicken breasts, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash morning cup and use code morning cup to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a weird homicide. A scene described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Murder. Calling 911 can be an act of bravery. One that you would think should never place the caller in harm's way. On October 20th, 1985, a man was born who would act, in his opinion, in self-defense and take the life of a brave 911 caller. So if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Justine DeMond was born on April 4th, 1977 and grew up in the Northern Beaches area of Sydney, New South Wales. After graduating in 2002 from the University of Sydney with a degree that allowed her to work as a veterinarian, Justine switched things up and began work as a spiritual healer and meditation coach. While attending a neuroscience workshop, she met a U.S. citizen named Don DeMond and, after dating for a bit, became engaged in December of 2014. Planning to marry in August of 2017, Justine went ahead and took Don's last name in preparation for her upcoming nuptials. Everything was going perfectly in Justine's life. That was until she had a chance encounter with a man named Mohammed Mohammed Noor. Mohammed, born on October 20th, 1985 in Somalia, was a police officer who had, in 2017, been working for the Minneapolis Police Department for 21 months. Recognized by the mayor and the Somali community as one of the first Somali-American police officers in the area, it would later be discovered that his law enforcement training was, quote, fast-tracked through a seven-month immersive training program that some suburban departments use as a way to quickly diversify their police forces. Despite the police chief standing by the quick training, claiming he was, quote, very suited to be on the street, in the two years Muhammad worked as a police officer, three formal complaints were lodged against him, two of which, filed in September of 2017, were pending resolution, and one, 
filed in May of 2017 involved a woman suing him for assault while on duty. In fact, though this was not revealed until September of 2018, in 2015, two psychiatrists and other training officers raised concerns about his fitness for police duty. And just two months before the date that would change both his life and the life of Justine DeMond, he pointed a gun at the head of a driver who he pulled over for a minor traffic violation. This is the man that, on July 15, 2017, was riding passenger with his partner, 25-year-old Matthew Harity, when they responded to a 911 call made by Justine DeMond. You see, at 11.27 p.m. and again at 11.35 p.m., Justine made a call to law enforcement claiming that she heard the sounds of a woman either having sex or being raped. Unsure of which, dispatchers categorized the call as unknown trouble and relatively low priority. Getting the call, Mohammed and Matthew made their way to the Fulton neighborhood, lights off, and pulled into an alley to look for any potential suspects or victims. As they prepared to pull the Ford Explorer out of the area, Mohammed entered code 4 into the cruiser's computer, tagging the area as safe, when, according to Matthew Harity, he was, quote, startled by a loud sound near the squad. Acting on impulse, Mohammed Noor pulled out his gun, after pointing it downward, shot through the open window, and fatally struck the unarmed, barefoot, and concerned Justine DeMond. Having gone out to the car to speak with the officers about what she saw, Justine was met with a bullet to her abdomen and crumbled to the ground. The officers attempted CPR, but after 20 minutes of blood loss, 40-year-old Justine passed away about a month before she was due to marry the love of her life. Speaking with his supervisors, Matthew later claimed, quote, we both got spooked. However, both men, because it was not made mandatory, had their body cameras switched off, so there were no video or audio recordings of the incident. Footage was captured, however, by a 16-year-old bicyclist who happened to be riding by at the time of the shooting. While thousands mourned the loss of this woman, the ACLU issued a statement calling the non-use of body cameras completely unacceptable. The Minneapolis Police Conduct Oversight Commission concurred with their opinion as the public, fresh off the 2016 acquittal of another police officer in the Twin Cities metro area, that of Philando Castine, who was shot at a traffic stop by Officer Geronimo Yanez, rallied to express their outrage. With Justine's family retaining attorney Robert Bennett, the same man who represented Philando's family, they went on the record calling Muhammad's excuse for pulling the trigger, fear of an ambush, completely false. With the Minneapolis chief of police, Janae Harteau, returned from vacation just four days after the shooting, she called for a press conference and stated that not only did Justine not have to die, but that the shooting should have never taken place and that she would like Officer Noor, who refused to talk with investigators, to finally speak up. Less than a week after Justine DeMond was killed, Janae Harteau was ousted after Mayor Betsy Hodges said that she and the city lost confidence in her ability to lead. While other law enforcement officials searched the alleyway for clues, as well as took fingerprints from the squad car after claims were made that Justine slapped the back of the vehicle, Muhammad continued his silence and both he and Matthew Harity were placed on administrative leave. 
Prior to this happening, and just a few hours after the shooting, the Minnesota Bureau of Criminal Apprehension Investigators controversially obtained another search warrant for Justine's home that included, quote, bodily fluids, controlled substances, and writings. They did not take anything from the property. And by February of 2018, a grand jury was convened to investigate the case further. Finally, on March 20th, 2018, a warrant was issued for a third-degree murder charge and a second-degree manslaughter charge. Mohammed Noor turned himself in and officially resigned from the Minneapolis Police Department. After making bail, he was released on March 22nd. But with the approval of the court, prosecutors later upgraded the charges to second-degree intentional murder. With these new charges filed, Mohammed was brought to trial on April of 2019. Testifying on his behalf, Matthew Harity claimed they heard, quote, something hit the car, as well as, quote, some sort of murmur, and that both he and Mohammed feared an ambush. While he deemed it premature to use deadly force, he said this partner, quote, feared for his life, despite the fact that he himself never saw anything in Justine DeMond's hand. The prosecutors presented evidence that Justine's fingerprints were not found on the car, meaning she never made any contact with it like the men claimed, and called two expert witnesses on police use of force who testified that the decision to shoot was unreasonable. On April 30th, 2019, the jury, deciding they did not believe his claims of self-defense, convicted Mohammed Noor of third-degree murder and second-degree manslaughter. Bail was revoked, and after the Somali-American Police Association claimed the verdict was racially biased, he was sentenced to 12 and a half years in prison on June 7th, 2019. After the Minnesota Court of Appeals affirmed the conviction in February of 2021, Mohammed and his lawyers appealed to the state Supreme Court and argued that the facts in the case did not support a conviction on the third-degree charge. On September 15, 2021, the courts reversed his third-degree murder conviction, claiming the state failed to prove he committed the murder with, quote, a depraved mind and a, quote, generalized indifference to human life, as was required, vacated the conviction altogether, and sentenced him for the lesser sentence of second-degree manslaughter. He was later resentenced to 57 months in prison and received credit for the 908 days he already served. After just three years behind bars, Mohammed Mohammed Noor was released in 2022. Prior to this, Justine's family filed a suit against the city of Minneapolis, alleging that her civil rights were violated during the shooting. The case was settled in May of 2019 for $20 million in one of the largest ever settlements in a suit involving a police killing. This was surpassed in March of 2021 when the city settled for $27 million in the case of George Floyd. Though many applauded the courts for convicting Mohammed Noor, which is believed to be the first time a Minnesota officer was convicted for an on-duty shooting, many wondered if the fact that he was black and his victim white was the real reason action was finally taken and if the case was treated the same as police shootings involving black victims. When reflecting on the murder of George Floyd and of his daughter, Justine's father stated, We were satisfied that Justine's killer was found guilty, but we remained concerned that the police force, as an institution, was deeply flawed. 
The fact that another person has died at the hands of the Minneapolis police using excessive force shows that they have not made adequate changes to their practices and training as we had been told they would after Justine's murder. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on October 21st. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>